0: What it means is that we daily live a life of self-sacrifice, live a life recognizing that we are not the point of this world, that our life is not our own, our time is not our own. The things we own are really not our own. But what we have been given is a stewardship, a temporary stewardship that we can use for the glory of God. Where there are things and ways we should sacrifice so to live a life marked by the fear of God, we should. And so we want to live a life that is defined by following Jesus Christ. This is Fixed on Jesus. Welcome to Fix on Jesus. Here we are. Our podcast starts right now. You are, are I am joined by. I'm I'm going to speak in the first person. My name is Rich and I'm joined by Mark Johnson Jr. What's up? And behind the glass is Heather Corbett and she's our production coordinator. <laughs> Heather waves. Okay, Mark's trying new sound she, effects. She wanted a new sound effect. I don't and have what that. Is many. that what is I that one sign? What is that? I think it's like for?
1: Like when you give someone a fist bump, you blow it up. No, nope. she's, she's giving her a fist bump and
0: I don't think so. Okay. No. Anyway, she might add some anyway, okay. virtual sound in, in my, in my attempt to sort of educate Mark on past Christian culture, <clears throat> homework, one again. of the things, no, I'm not, you don't have to do any homework. I'm okay. just going to give you a, an okay. impromptu 90, 90 second lesson All lecture, right. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. One of the things <clears throat> that we used to do as Christians is in the past, if something was not good, it wasn't like people would say that's not good or you shouldn't watch that. They would say it's of the devil. Mm. So one of the things that was of the devil was the Smurfs. Do you know the oh, Smurfs? Oh,
1: I've seen them, yeah. Do briefly. you know what they are? They're like little r- multicolored action figure They're, looking things. They were not. <laughs> they were. It
0: was a cartoon. <laughs> Balloons? And somehow in the Christian subculture, the Smurfs became a – they were of the devil. And so mm. there were – all throughout my youth group there were all kinds of different urban legends about Smurfs like if you if you if Smurfs were were like decorating your children's room they were a threat to your children. Ooh. And so they were of the devil, Papa Smurf of the devil, uh all the people <laughs> on Smurfs of the devil. It wasn't just like, hey that like today we'd say that show's lame shouldn't watch it, yeah. right? Teletubbies or whatever. Right? Back then, it was, that's of the devil. And so, Mark, have you ever seen a Smurf or do you see it? Heather's showing me a picture right now. That's yeah. what I was thinking kind so of. So, that guy right there, all the way on the right, that's Papa Smurf. And Papa, Papa Smurf. Smurf is the chief one of the devil. Chief devil? He is the chief devil. And <laughs> so, it literally, if someone admits, submitted some that they watched the Smurfs, there would be an audible gasp Ooh. because they would have to be informed that that show is not just not quality because it's not quality. Yeah. But. It's also of the devil. Okay. So please, as we do this podcast over the next months and years, do not watch the Smurfs. All right. I cannot do homework. I'm good at that. That's good. Um, Just like me.
1: (laughs) When you talk about things of the devil, I can't help but to think of the movie Waterboy and his mom who says everything is of the devil. She says, "Whose balls of the devil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's where that comes from.
1: Reading is of the devil. That's where that comes from. She says. It's a everything. joke
0: from the Christian subculture in the 1980s. Yeah. Cause everything was from the devil and, and, of the devil. Right. And he
1: said, mama, you said everything's from the devil.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff up. Dancing was from the <laughs> devil. Yeah. What about MTV? It, oh, totally from the devil. Yeah. MTV was from the pit of hell. <laughs> and so, um, it was. Like, it was no joke. All my mm-hmm. friends liked MTV, but I, it, I did not watch it because it was from the devil, of the devil.
1: Yeah. So we can talk about things that are of the devil all day. Yeah, um, but we should probably transition and move yeah, to better things. I agree. Okay. I agree. So here's a topic that uh, I'm very interested in, so that's why we're doing it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think other people will, will resonate with it, too. And um, is it wrong for a Christian to desire happiness?
0: No. It's not. Just one word answer. No, it's not wrong for Christians to desire happiness. I think the question becomes then, how are we trying to find or fulfill that desire of happiness? That That's the issue. Because if you look in our culture, people want to be happy by having a different kind of body, having a different, having a lot of money in their account, living in the right neighborhood, driving the right car, having the right clothes, Instagram getting the right followers, job, Instagram followers, having the right education, everybody or being really good at sports or music or whatever. Everybody has that thing. They say if I can achieve or have or hold or gain this, then I'll be happy yeah. that kind of happiness. No, that's that is not how happiness works. Okay. Um, but is it wrong for a Christian to want to be happy? Um, I'd say no, um, and as long as we seek to find our happiness in the Lord and, yeah. and, and in Him. In fact, the, the, the quintessential, the, the place I go to think about Christian happiness is Matthew chapter 5, uh, the Beatitudes, where Jesus speaks about what the blessed life looks like. Another way to, to translate that is the happy life. Okay. So do you want to know what a happy life looks like? Here's what a happy life looks like. I'll just translate it happy. Happy are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Do you know what poor in spirit means? Uh, No. It means humble. Humble. So happy are the humble, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. So mourning over sin. You mourn over sin. You will be comforted. How are you comforted? You're comforted by the comfort that comes from Christ and His sacrifice for us. Happy are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. The meek are those who are not who are who are more who 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 don't feel like they have to assert their ri- rights all the time, but they're ones that can can um, humbly walk through life and mm-hmm. have the strength not to assert their own rights or opinions or perspectives or preferences all the time. They shall inherit the earth. Happy, verse 6 says, are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Mm. Um, Happy are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Happy are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Happy are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons and daughters of God. Happy are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So the reality is, is that, it's not wrong for Christians to want to be happy, but it's wrong for Christians to want to be happy about the wrong things.
1: Yeah. Okay. So in that text, when you read that you were substituting blessed for happiness. Yeah, just right. For exactly.
0: Just for analogy. Just make, yeah, well, yeah. it could be translated. I've seen translations. Oh, okay. Write, translate it that way okay yeah exactly now but that being said that doesn't mean that we shouldn't enjoy gifts god gives us Mm. right and so like that's what ecclesiastes is about listen there's nothing new under the sun but when we have friends and when we we should enjoy good food we should enjoy good drink we should enjoy good friends we should enjoy good times as blessings from the lord we should not live for good friends good food good drink um, do you see the difference? And yeah. so what we're not called to is a life of asceticism or needless um, denial of self when it comes to, you know, just just to just to deny self as if that's the way Christians are to live. Like like one of the one of the big mistakes that the Roman Catholic Church has made is by sequestering monks and nuns away from the, the world to, take on a life of asceticism where they own nothing Mm. as if that's a more godly way to live. It is not. It is godly to enjoy the good gifts that come from the Father and to enjoy them and be happy about them. I enjoy, we all have those things we enjoy. The Lord doesn't want us not to enjoy those things. Yeah. If you like Minecraft, the Lord wants you to enjoy Minecraft. If you like sports, he wants you to enjoy sports. If you like camping, enjoy it. If you like working on cars, enjoy it. If you like if you like hanging out with your dogs, enjoy it. If you like reading, enjoy it. If you like exercising, enjoy it. If you like hiking, enjoy it, right? Yeah. That enjoy those things because those are things that are gifts from God. Enjoy those things, take pleasure in those things, but don't build your life on those things. Got because it. if you build your life on those things, you will be miserable.
1: Yeah, it's like a house with a bad foundation.
0: Yeah, exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus
1: says to take up your cross daily and follow him. How is it possible to do that and seek happiness? Huh. Or is it possible?
0: To? Well, it's possible. I mean, because like, think about when someone took up the cross, you know what that meant? It means to Bear the burdens. But like back originally, oh, way ca- literally back, carrying, they're about to die, yeah. right? Right. And so, like, if, if we were walking if we were walking into a walled city, say we're walking into Jerusalem, and we see five or six or twelve or ten people are walking by us, carrying their crosses, we would know one thing. They're not coming back. No. They're going off to die. Mm. Right? And so Jesus, when he says, carry your cross, take up your cross daily and follow me. What he's saying is, he's saying, die to yourself every day and follow me. Now, that doesn't mean that we deny ourselves basic necessities or we drain life of all of its enjoyments. What it means is that we daily live a life of self-sacrifice, live a life recognizing that we are not the point of this world, that we are not, that, that our life is not our own. Our time is not our own. Um, the things we own are really not our own.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but what we have been given is a stewardship, a temporary stewardship that we can use for the glory of God. right? And so where there are things and ways in which we can sacrifice for the good of others, we should. Where there are things and ways we should sacrifice so to live a life marked by the fear of God, we should. Right. And so we want to live a life that is defined by following jesus christ and so that's going to mean that it's going to look very different from other people we're not going to lash out in anger yeah you know we're not going to try to get even we're not going to be uh you know we're not going to be dominated by our our reputation or defined by our identity by our money or defined by what we look like or anything like that we're going to be defined by jesus christ and so um we and in fact the way of self-denial is self-fulfillment so the more you put yourself the more you put christ first and deny yourself the happier you'll be that's the secret Uh, okay the way up as i've heard the late tim keller say is down
1: the way up is down
0: yeah okay
1: that's cool yeah that makes sense um so you're saying it is possible but seeking christ first and carrying your own cross putting Him first is the way to, the self-denial is the way to happiness. Absolutely. Not happiness first. No, 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 no. It's a byproduct of following Christ. I would say so, yeah.
0: It's a byproduct and it's a way in which we, you know, that that we we live a life. We're called to live a life of self-service, self-sacrifice. We're called to live a life that is in subjection to Him. And that, I mean, we are built, we are made, all of us are made in the image of God, every human. And so we have put here, he, he is the one who defines our purpose. We do not. Yeah. And then as Christians, we are, we are redeemed to now bring glory to him. Right. And so as we live to bring glory to him and his name and his fame, what we do is we, we reflect him more and more and that's going to make us happier and happier. Mm. Got it. Okay. So was Jesus happy? Absolutely. Yeah. Even though he could be called the man of sorrows. Right. He could be called some man of our of songs. Sorrows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Isaiah. He's the man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. He was definitely acquainted with grief, but he was joyful. Paul says to rejoice in the Lord always. And he says, again, I'll say, i uh, say it rejoice. Right. And so Jesus rejoiced in his father more than anyone else. Yeah. Because he knew that his identity and his standing was, was firm and fixed. And he was joyful. Now, he, what he had to do was heavy. Yeah, And so he wasn't, he wasn't just sort of a Pollyanna superfluous kind of giddy sort of like disconnected from reality kind of happy. He was joyful. And people wanted to be around him. And he drew people to him, to himself like a magnet. Yeah, and so yeah, he was happy because if you look at if you go coming first full circle all the way back to Matthew chapter five, this happy life, this blessed life, this is who he was. Okay,
1: so he's living what he's prescribed. He lived what he prescribed. Yeah, yeah. When he and walked, we're called to be this, more like that. So we're absolutely. essentially called to conform our lives more and more like Christ. Right. Which would make us more happy, considering he Absolutely. demonstrated the fruit well, of the and, Spirit.
0: And ultimately, when we see Jesus, we're going to be like Jesus. And when we are like Jesus, we will be the happiest we've ever been in our whole existence. Mm. None of us, when we are like Jesus, are going to say, well, I wish I could have this or that, yeah. as long as I got you know, this degree or that degree <laughs> or had this amount of money or was six foot four or any of that stuff, um, we're gonna say, Man, I have all I've ever wanted.
1: Yeah. Well that's amazing. That that pretty much wraps up the questions on that. So in yeah. short,
0: yes. He does, as long as we're not putting our investing our happiness in the wrong things. So if you have an idea for a topic that we could talk about on this podcast all you have to do is email us at
1: production at dot com.
0: don't all send them at once though you know? yeah right we might be inundated we have to yeah anyway um i think we've gotten all the grants total of one email mm-hmm. so anyway uh until next time see you later see ya